Well, um, one thing many of you have heard over and over uh, come out of my mouth is a statement that I used to start a lot of my talks with, and that is when I was a child. And yet that was something that I always had to refer to when I was a child is the time that I woke up to spirit and to God. I began waking up and knowing the true spiritual presence of God in me when I was five years old. And from that day forward, God has always been there, right inside, right in front, right around, walking with me wherever I am. And that is something that I always am looking to every day to keep it alive in me, to keep it alive in my day. But when I was five years old, I did truly have a spiritual awakening. And in that moment, I began to realize who I truly am in God and God in me. And I worked very hard throughout my life to maintain that connection. And the work was simple. It wasn't hard. It was ever staying focused inward. Not on the world, not in the world, not with the world, but inside. Inside to that truth of spirit within me. Inside into the truth of God and loving and joy, and peace, and all that is of the spiritual realm. And I remember so clearly, as I was growing up, my friends from school and the neighbors around, after school they would come and say, hey, come on, let's go play football, let's go play baseball, let's go do this, let's go do that. And everybody would be going to participate. And I had to make a choice. And it was an easy choice. It was either a choice to put my books down and run out and go play, or to sit down and go within and keep connected to that spiritual flow that I had found inside of myself. And that truly was an easy choice for me because that was so important. And that was so true. And that was so much a life that I wanted to be living in. So I would do the action of sitting down and going inside and saying prayers and talking with God and doing a type of meditation that ever kept me focused inward and upward. Inward and upward into the truth of who we really are and into the truth that is spirit, that is God. And I found as I was growing up that this world truly is an illusion. It is a reflection of the true. It is not the true. And I found that when I got caught up in looking down and out into the illusion, into this reflection, that it was harder for me at times to bring God present in the moment because I was looking and focusing on things in the world and making them very important. 
And so I have found that living a life of simplicity and inner focus has been the way for me to live. When we come into this world as a soul incarnating, we come into this world for many different reasons. God has put us on a journey so, so long ago. And this creation, this lower creation, this world of reflection and illusion is a part of the journey because the journey is about learning and awakening into the truth of who we truly are as soul. That's not what the world teaches us, but that is the truth. We come into this world to learn many lessons. And one of the main lessons is the lesson of separation. Of separation from God. From separation of those spiritual realms that are true and that are our true home. Separation even with ourselves. Because the world is a world of reflection and it ever is calling us out to participate in it. It isn't real, it isn't true, but we think it is because it seems so real to this physical form, this body that we're in. And since the soul has come here to learn about this world of reflection, about the actions of separation, we get caught up in it. And we're ever looking down and out into this creation, trying to find that which we're searching for. What we're really searching for is God, for loving, for who we really are as a soul, as a spiritual being. Because we have lost sight of it. We have separated ourselves from the memory and from the knowing of who we truly are. And now we're chasing after all these things in the world, trying to find out, who am I? Who am I really? Why am I here? Where am I going? And we come into this world lifetime after lifetime looking for the answers. Who am I? I remember when I was growing up, Spirit came to me one day in my time of focused meditation and asked me a question. Who are you? Well, I thought, wow, that's the simplest question that they could ask me. And I said, I'm Jim Gordon. And they said, but beyond that, who are you? And I had to sit there and look at that statement or that question. Beyond that, who am I? I didn't know. And I looked and I looked and I was looking out in the world. In my mind, I was looking to find who am I beyond that name of Jim Gordon. And I really couldn't find an answer that I felt was right. And then all of a sudden, I looked up. I looked up to God. I looked up to spirit. I looked up to my soul to find the answer.
And I knew the answer immediately then. And I turned to the teacher that was there and I said, I'm a child of God. And he said, that's right. You're not this body. You're not this name. You're not this mind. You're not these emotions. You are a child of God. That's who you are. And that's who you will always be. So remember that and never let that be in front of you as where you're walking to, where you're going, what you're becoming. That is who you are. And that cannot be taken from you. And then the next day he came and he began to ask many other questions to help support me on this journey of remembering, not becoming something, not learning about something, but remembering. And that's what Brian and I are here to do, is to help you to remember who you truly are. Back when I was 18 years old, and I was asked to go to a lady's home and make a presentation of my spiritual truth to a group of people that she invited into her home. I had never given any kind of a speech publicly before in my life. And I stood up wondering, what am I going to say? What am I going to talk about? And Spirit came right in and shared one statement with me. Tell them that you cannot tell them anything they don't already know, but that you can help them to remember what they have forgotten. That's the real truth of it all. That's the real truth of my journey of helping people to remember what they have forgotten. And they've forgotten it, and you maybe have forgotten it because you've looked down and out into the world. You've looked in that action of separation, of down and out, away from your truth. Your truth lies within. Your truth lies with the seat of the soul and beyond. But the world and the mind and the emotions pull us down and out into this creation. And we're ever chasing after so many things in this down and out world. And it's easy to lose sight of the greater truth within when we're caught up in the down and out action. Spirit is subtle. It's simple and subtle. And if we are not truly paying close attention to that which is inside of ourselves and that movement of the divine flow of loving, we can lose sight of it so quickly because of the noise and the actions and the reactions of the world. And that's what's got us caught up in the world today. We're ever caught up in the noise and in the reactions and actions of this creation. And it ever keeps us attracted to and caught up in that outer gaze. 
That's why we ask for you to sit down for a while and close your eyes and go within, pulling your attention inward and upward, upward to the seat of the soul and beyond, letting go of the world around you, letting go of this reflection and this illusion of creation, and going back into that which is real and true, and that which is who you really are. Who you really are is a soul. And that soul is the divine creation of God. And that soul is a child of God. And within it is the divine spark of God that is on the journey to learn about God's creations. And even this illusion this reflective world is a part of God's creation. And so God wants to know about God's creations. And that's why we are here. And that's why it is important for us to live in this creation and to have our experience and to learn from our experience so that we begin to realize that whatever it is we're really looking for is not here. It really is not here. And somewhere on that journey, we are going to start looking for that which we are looking for inside of us because we realize finally it's not in the world. It's not in the outer. And so we begin to begin to become more reflective within ourselves. We begin to sit down and maybe read materials of a spiritual nature. We might read the Bible. We might read poems of Rumi or Hafiz. We might read Gabir. We might read Gibran. We might read so many different things that begin to give us a different understanding, a different idea, a different focus a different awareness of more of the truth of what we're looking for. That's why so many people, when that shift changes and they begin to truly look within, they begin to go on a quest both inwardly and outwardly. And many people will go through one religion and then another and then another. And then they'll go into yogic practices trying to find the spiritual way and the spiritual answer of that which is within. And eventually, they truly find that spiritual path of the sound and light, that sacred name path. That sacred name path has been around since humanity has been here. It has ever been taught, it's ever present and available to those that are ready to go within and begin to pursue the path of liberation of the soul from this creation. And that's what this pathway is about. This pathway does not make this creation wrong. It is a very important place on our journey of learning, on this action of experience. But when it's time for a soul to begin to go inward and upward 
and we begin to feel that pull, that tug, that call of the small, still voice within, calling us home. Come back to where you belong. Come back to your true home. Wake up and become the true nature of your own beingness once again, letting go of the illusion of this physical form. Wake up, wake up, and don't go back to sleep. This world is a great sleep. We fall into the great dream, and all we're doing is chasing after the illusions which are a dream. We ever think we're going to get it in our hands this time and be able to hold on to it, and it's not there. Once we get a hold of it, there's nothing there. And we wonder, what's wrong? Why can't I feel fulfilled? Why can't I find what I'm really longing for? What it is in truth, what we're longing for, is the knowing that we are a spiritual being. And the knowing that we are a part of God and God's creation and not this world of separation. And that's what Brian and I are here to help you to remember. You may have forgotten. You may have forgotten this great truth of who you really are. And I'll bet most, if not all of you that are listening, can look back at your childhood at three, four, five, six years old and remember that in that time you also had not forgotten. You knew who you were and you longed to go back to God. You longed to go back home to that place where loving and oneness and beingness was at for you. And you felt so separate from here and from this in this world. <coughs> you felt the loneliness. You felt the anger for having been put in this place where it is so painful and so lonely and so dark in comparison to what you as a soul remembered. And then, as you got older, the mind started getting active through school and education. The emotions got caught up in a lot of different things going on in your daily life. And you forgot. Because you began to look down and out, getting caught up in this world and looking for that which you long for to be in the world and not inside of you. Remember, remember that. Remember that which you are. Remember that which is loving. Remember that which is the simplicity of spirit. Remember that which you are, a soul, a light of God, an expression of God's loving. 
and start living more the truth of who you are rather than continuing to chase after the illusion. This illusion offers us so many different opportunities to go chasing after something thinking there's the answer, there's the solution, there's who I am, only to find that it's not there. If you sit down every day for a period of time and go within, stilling the mind as best you can, <coughs> rising above all the disturbances of the emotions and the imagination and the noise of this world, you can begin to actually experience once again that which you have been longing for for so, so long and begin to understand, know, and experience that which you are searching for. And ultimately, it's loving. Ultimately, it's connection. Connection with yourself. Connection with God. Connection with spirit. The inner journey is not about separation. It's about union. It's about unifying yourself with that which you are and letting go more and more of the illusion. You're not going to leave the illusion behind. As long as you have a body, the illusion will be here, believe me. But you also know where you can hold your focus and be aware of that movement of the divine loving within you. And you can live from that place, from the seat of the soul, rather than from the mind or the emotions or any other part of this world that we are caught up in. I say get caught up in spirit. Get caught up in loving. Get caught up in the truth of who you are as a soul. And it resolves so many questions it answers and quiets so many things inside of you because the soul, when it's focused inward and upward on God, is in peace. It's in harmony with itself and with the creation. And that stillness that resides there is where you'll choose to live more and more. But in that stillness is so, so much. The stillness is just the doorway by which we move into that which we really are. Be still and know that I am God. Well, guess what? That statement isn't just about God saying, I am God. That is about your soul, I am God. For God dwells here. God dwells in your soul as a divine spark. So when you be still and know that I am God, it's saying, I, my soul, is where God resides, within me. And it's for me to come into the knowing of that, to awaken into that, and to live that. 
more and more each day. Every day when I wake up, one of the first things I do when I get into this body and get caught up in the mind and the emotions, I look up. I look up within myself. And there's God. There's the light of my own soul. There's the truth. And when I get up and go out into the day, I keep looking up, 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 to bring God into everything I do, to bring my soul present into every action, every word, everything. <coughs> so that I am fulfilling the truth of who I am while I am in this body. And I find the fulfillment by ever bringing God present into everything I am doing, everything I am saying, everything. But that begins through meditation and learning to hold your focus inward and upward. Holding your attention on the seat of the soul begins the journey. It doesn't mean you have to focus your eyes upward. It just means close your eyes and hold your attention up here. And eventually that attention will expand and open upward, upward into the spiritual realms. You'll move into the soul realm and move on into the spiritual and awaken into the full fullness of yourself in God. I've had a statement that I've said for many a year since I was 18, 19 years old to people. One day, you'll wake up. You'll wake up and know who you truly are. And you will wake up and find yourself being in the heart of God. And you'll realize you've never left there. You've always been in the heart of God. You, the soul, you, the divine spark, have always been there. Never left. Even though you're living in this world and feeling so separate from it all, and that divine spark and that truth of loving and God and spirit seems so far away, so much the illusion, and yet that is the truth. One day you will wake up and find yourself in the heart of God and know that you've never left. Wouldn't that be wonderful to be able to walk down the street to do your daily chores or work, to share with people around you and all the time knowing who you truly are as a soul, knowing who you are as a divine loving being of God, and living that loving more and more into everything that you do. Life gets simple. I'm not going to say it gets easy, because when we're in this world, it's a world of whatever it is for each of us. Whatever our lessons are, they're going to be there for us. God asks us to come down here as a soul to experience this creation and to learn certain lessons. 
so that the divine spark within you, which is you, the soul, learns these lessons and the God within you knows more and more about this creation. So don't be afraid to go and have experience in the world. Don't go out and get caught up in them and just keep repeating them, but learn the lessons. Learn through the experience and then move on to what's next, if you can. Letting go, but remembering and moving on to what's next. And I bet if you look in your life, you've done that in many ways. You look around and you see people that are living a life just as they lived 40 years ago, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, saying the same thing over and over every day, doing the same actions and reactions every day, living the same habits every day. And then you look at your life and you go, oh my God, I've lived 20 lives in the 20 years that they've been living and they're just living the one. I've had so many different experiences. I've had so many different opportunities of learning and growing. And I've learned so many lessons. What's wrong with me? I remember as I was growing up as a teenager and wondering that myself because I saw myself living so many different lives and moving so quickly through so many experiences. And yet I saw my friends just stuck in life and doing what they found to be stuck in life. Living the same old, same old every day. Have you been on a search? Have you been on a quest? And not even realized it. Look and see. What is it you're looking for? What is it you're longing for? I don't have the answer. You do. But I have an action that you can take that will help you to find your answer. I have an action that you can take that will give you the understanding and the clarity and the truth of who you really are. And that is the meditation. But it's not like a meditation that you find through the yogic practices, through the Buddhic practices, and so many others, such as in the Hindu practices. It is a practice of simplicity. It is a practice on the sacred name. The sacred name is nothing more than a group of words that we chant inside of ourselves that carry with it a vibration, a vibration that will connect us to the truth within our own heart of, of the soul. It takes us above the mind, and that is important because the mind is the element that traps us here. We, the soul, is trapped by the mind, caught up in the illusion that the mind has presented us and has us now running after in this creation, 
trying to find the answer, trying to find ourselves. We have to rise above the mind in order to begin to wake up to the truth of who we really are. In the sacred name, this group of energy that is a vibration that takes us above the mind will truly do that. The Om will take you into the mind, up to the very top of the mind, but it will not take you beyond the mind. And so many people do chant the Om in their practice, and they get a lot of awakenings and experience, and they even begin to understand more about controlling the physical form and the physical mind. And that is really wonderful. And that is truly a wonderful experience to have in your life. But it doesn't answer the big question. Who am I? And why am I here? And where am I going? It doesn't answer any of that. Because Om does not take us into that place where the answers to those questions lie. But the name, the sacred name, that which we initiate people with, carries that frequency that takes us above the mind and into the seat of the soul and beyond. And that sacred name is a part of the flow of the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that created us as a soul and sent us on a journey. And it is the Holy Spirit that is ever present with us throughout all of our journey, wherever we go. And it is that Holy Spirit that is anchored within us when we're initiated with this sacred name. And once that sacred name is alive inside of you, by you meditating every day, chanting it and building that vibration of loving within you that the name carries, you begin to wake up into the truth of who you really are. And the waking up is really quite simple. It's just keep bringing your focus back to that sacred name which will carry you higher and higher and higher. Now the challenge may be sitting down and closing your eyes and going inside. Because we're so accustomed to focusing outside of ourselves and go chasing after things in the world. Maybe it's over here. Maybe it's over there. Oh gosh, it's not there. It's got to be somewhere else. Where am I going to go next? Why not try sitting down, closing your eyes, and going inside for a while to see if that's not where the answer is for you? And when you sit down and you do begin that inner journey, you may begin to find a lot of the things that have caused you disturbance and disquiet, that have caused you separation and pain from yourself, 
to come up, to come up in your meditation. And it's coming up so that you can begin to release it, to let go of it. Realizing that those are the things of this lower world and that those are the things that have caused you to get caught up in the world and stay separate from the creation of spirit and soul. And all they're doing is rising up into your consciousness once again to look at and to do something very, very simple. Love it all. Love it all. And if there's something that you really have a hard time loving or letting go of, then the action that I do all the time and that I have found that really does serve me well, and it has since I was 8, 9, 10 years old, is give it up to God. I just give it up to God. God, I love you. And I want to stay in the flow of loving with you and in you. And I do not want anything to separate me from you. So I'm just going to give this up to you right now because this is trying to separate me. This is causing separation. And I don't want it. And so I'm giving it up to you to handle with me, for me, through me, however it is to resolve it so that it's done. You find your way of giving it up to God. You find your way to move past these things so that truly you can begin to connect into that flow of spirit. And to wake up to that inner sounds and that inner light. To see that purple light, to see that blue light, to see that white and that gold light, and to really begin to follow that and let that light of loving come into you and flood you and lift you up is an amazing experience. And it all begins by sitting down and going inside. We ask that you chant the hue or the who as it is in the East because that is a vibration that will begin to awaken you to the God at the seat of the soul, to that divine spark there. And it will help you to begin to know your inner truth. And it will give you the understanding and the awakening that you're longing for and you're looking for. Know that you are the living child of God and that you can wake up into it and know that. There's no reason why you can't other than you in the mind. Give yourself some time every day. Five minutes, ten minutes, a half an hour, or longer to just sit and chant the who or the hue and see what might happen. I have dealt with many people, worked with many people in the past who don't even believe in God. They are atheist or agnostic, 
And so this is a path, they say, isn't for them. And yet, years later, months later, whatever it might be, they come back and they say, okay, so what do I do? How does this meditation work? I don't believe in God. I know there's no God, but I've got to find something that will do, bring me peace. And if your practice will bring me peace, then that's what I want. And so they begin to do the practice and they'll chant the hue and they'll go inside and they'll look and watch and connect to the inner through those lights, through those sounds. And then months and years later, they come to me and they go, all right, you're right, there is a God. I've entered into that now and I know that that's true. And now I'm a believer, I guess you would call me. We're not here to prove anything to you. We're just here to help you remember that which you have forgotten. Help you to connect back into the truth of who you really are. And to begin to live that truth even while you're in this physical form. So that you can live in that joy and that peace and that loving that you so long for. And for those of you who are initiates, you know the truth of what I'm speaking. You're living it daily. And yes, it takes time, a lot of time for many of us to finally wake up, to finally let go of the illusion and to pick up the truth of who we really are but you've given it the time and you're beginning to truly live in the divine flow of loving and you're beginning to wake up into the soul of who you really are. And the next part of the journey is so glorious in coming into those realms of spirit and into the very heart of God. So wherever you are on this journey, know that the truth is here, the truth of who you really are. And Brian and I are here to help you to remember this. Our path isn't unique. It isn't the only one. There are other paths of sound and light out there in the world. But I'll tell you what, this is probably the simplest one you'll find. We have not laid out regulations or rules of any kind. We just invite you to do the meditation. So begin your journey or continue your journey if you're already on it and wake up and wake up into the knowing of who you really are. There's a statement I always say that Rumi put out as a poem, wake up, wake up, and don't go back to sleep. And that is something I ask of you. If you're going to go on this journey, continue doing it and waking up more and more every day. And don't go back into the sleep of this world. Go back into the separation and the illusions this is a great dream. This is a great sleep. 
but it isn't the truth. Maybe it's time now for you to know the truth, the real truth of who you are. So my journey began long ago when I was a child. And if you listen to a lot of the talks from a long time ago, that's how I began my talks. Because that's where I found my truth. That's where I began to wake up and live that which I am. And I just ask wherever you are on your journey to begin now waking up and knowing your truth for yourself.